Blog Talk Radio. Live from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the Total Education Show, a talk shop for teachers, parents, and administrators. Here's your host of the show, Neil Haley, the Total Tutor. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the Total Education Show, a talk shop for teachers, parents, and administrators. Here's your host of the show, Neil Haley, the Total Tutor. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Total Education Show. I'm the host of the show, Neil Haley. Go to my website at totaltutor.org, and you're going to learn all about the Total Education Network and how we help families. I want to welcome today to the program, Jarrett, my developmental therapist, behavior specialist, expert. How are you, Jarrett? I'm doing great. Uh, good to be sitting right next to you, and let's uh, let's get it going. Oh, we have an awesome show. Again, two awesome guests. One is you again because you just provide such fantastic information for families. But the one I'm really excited about having on, she is the host of a talk, an education talk show, parenting talk show on Voice America, Family First. And also, you are uh, a celebrity in some ways. I would like to welcome Randy Rolfe to the program. Randy, how are you? Good, good, Neil. Thanks for having me on the show. It's always a pleasure. You're you're uh, dynamic and got wonderful information, and uh, always have great guests. So it's a pleasure. Awesome. Okay, Randy, what's your topic for today? Well, the topic is scheduling in the home, and uh, it's a very, very important one. It's it's really sort of where the rubber meets the road as far as parenting, so I love the topic. All right. I, I, I tell you, scheduling is such an important thing, especially I have three little ones, and I, I just don't know, how, I don't know how my wife does it, especially with me working a lot, and she works full-time as a school teacher, and being able to get them on time for everything. So kudos to her, but I know lots of families out there with, have a pen and paper right now and want to learn how can they schedule better. Well, the key is to first realize that you are the parent. <laughs> it's your house, and you are meant to run things. And no matter how kids may appear to resist, they want structure, and they want to know that their parents are in charge because they're little people. They don't know the big world. They know they have a lot to learn, and they're looking to you to be the one that creates the environment that allows them to learn and grow and um, develop into happy, productive people. So they do want that structure. And uh, one of the biggest problems lately uh, in the last 15, 20 years was over-scheduling the kids, and the parents just look like chickens with their heads cut off running around in circles trying to get the kids to all their activities. It really is the parent's job to decide what is going to fit into the family's life, what is going to be too much for the children. Children don't know. I mean, they sure, they want to skate, they want to dance, they want to do soccer, they want to watch a movie, they want to play a game. They don't realize that there's only so much time in the day and there's a need to to just be with a family, to sit down to a meal occasionally, 
to play, to roll around on the rug, um, to just uh, play with the kitten instead of constantly being on the run. So it is the parent's job to control the schedule and uh, getting the children to the events that you have decided are appropriate is a whole other thing we can talk about as well. But I always want to start there, that the parents need to realize that the children want your um, your guidance, your control, your structure in your house. And uh, it's really important now for parents to realize that because it's so easy for them to, you know, parents are busy too. They're running around. They're coming home. Don't know what to, uh, how to make the kids happy and they tend to give in too easily. And the kids can't find the limit. They'll keep pushing till there's a limit because they want to feel safe and secure. And if their parents aren't setting limits, it's not, uh, they're not going to have that sense of security and they're just going to keep pushing until they find something that makes them feel like they belong, like they're important, like someone's actually focusing on them. Randy. Does that make sense? That makes total sense, and I'm I'm really curious that you, as as a parenting expert, you, you've noticed this trend in the last I think you said decade to decade and a half, where where parents have have really sort of lost that control within the the organization framework. You know, what's your feeling? What has happened to that? I know you mentioned a little bit that parents are are having trouble saying no, but you know, as a parent of a five year old, I know what it's like to to try and uh, schedule gymnastics and basketball. You know, what has happened that, that parents have, have kind of lost that ability? Well, I think there are a couple of factors, Sarah. They, they uh, are afraid for their children. Um, it, it kind of hit in the late 80s, like if we, if we don't want our children to live in poverty, then we have, they have to get in Harvard. So we have to start now when they're two to make sure that they can write and read by the time they get to kindergarten. Uh, it was it was a very heavy pressure from those those yuppie days that the parents wanted their children to have an easier time than they did getting to that success bar. Right. Uh, so the influence and of, it, it kind of played down through the culture. It's very strange, really. Right. <laughs> and and see, we've seen like that rise of the influence of the the specialized camps or you know the 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 athletic prodigy who needs to decide early on you know what they're going to specialize in. You know, and, and is that kind of the direction of, of what you were seeing going? Yes, yes, definitely. I've been around doing this long enough that when I started counseling parenting, it was more about uh, letting the ch- children make a few more choices, letting them have a little more freedom. And and in, in the 25 years I've been doing this, it's completely switched. The parents have lost control. Uh, and uh, it's it's a it's a ironic because they were really trying to uh, teach the children more, get them moving faster, uh, getting them learning. Like you said, the specialized uh, trainings and having the kids choose early uh, what was going to be their ticket to college, you know, whether it's basketball or or volleyball uh, or soccer. Uh, but it, it's really um, the pendulum has swung, and I, we see it every day in the supermarkets where the the parents uh, they they either act out of desperation and start yelling and yanking, or they just finally give in, and the child learns well if I press hard enough, they'll give in. Right. Um, so the, the the control of just like 
you know, no means no. I have my reasons. I'll tell you when I get home. Um, they, they, they just uh, aren't drawing those lines that kids really, really need. Uh, they are dependent on us, and they know it. They're programmed in their genes to depend on their parents until they're at least 14, and in our culture, we think it's, you know, 18 or 21. Right. Uh, so uh, it, it, it has to start with the parents knowing that they're meant to do what parents have always done, and that is create a structure and and limit the activities. Um, I like I've seen that this will go in five different ways and and uh, end up with uh, needing a tranquilizer. <laughs> so I, re- I really like what you're saying. We're uh, talking with Randy Rolf on the Tool Education Show, and Randy is a world-renowned author, parenting expert, and talk show host on Voice America. And Randy, so far, you've told us the horror stories of overscheduling. But what tips do you think will help us so that we can keep a structured schedule, but our children will feel safe, appreciated, and not so stressed? Exactly. Um, yes. It, it, like I said, it's where the rubber meets the road. It's what you do in the moment that matters the most. And one of my favorite things to um, tell parents is to always give the kids some advance notice. Um, because I, I've had so many parents who say, well, I tell them to get in the car and they just don't get in the car. And I said, well, when was the last, when did you first tell them you wanted them in the car? Well, I expect immediate obedience. Well, they're little people. They need to process stuff. So I always tell people to back up. You need to plan your time a little better so that you can say, look, kids, in 10 minutes, we're going to get in the car, finish up what you're doing, get a snack. We're getting in the car in 10 minutes. Um, so, again, it comes back to the parents where they need to know ahead of time what they are going to be asking of the children. And it's not like, you know, okay, drop your game. We're going to have uh, our dinner now. It's, uh, you know, guys, finish up what you're doing because uh, I'm about to serve dinner and, you know, you've got 12 minutes. Recognizing that they are people. We don't, you know, we're all trained in school to, to jump when the bell rings, but we're really not Pavlov's dogs. Sure. <laughs> we and, treat and, it with the fact that we need to be told ahead of time what's expected of us. Right. And, and, and Randy, I, I often will suggest to parents, maybe your child is telling you something else. I mean, maybe your child, by procrastinating, avoiding, is really letting you know that they are overscheduled. They don't want to go to tap dance lessons and golf lessons followed by swim lessons. I mean, they really may be trying to communicate with you without necessarily saying stop. Yeah, that's a very important point um, to be able to to be in touch with what your how your child is responding. If giving them that kind of notice still doesn't work, then you need to, to ask them, okay, is there a problem here? What's bothering you? And then listen. That's that's the other part. To listen, if if their schedule is not working for them, um, they will tell us. But we have to give them the space and the listening attention to let them tell us. And and they might say, you know, well, I'm I'm really tired of soccer. I've been doing it right. for three years, and I don't like the the coach. Or, uh, but we have to be listening rather than thinking, oh, you know, we've made a mistake, they're not obeying us, we're bad parents. No, no, no. Let's find out what's going on for the child. 
Exactly, uh, Randy. And basically, warning them before you transition between activities is very important, as Jared talked about on our show a couple weeks ago. So what's another a great tip that you could provide for us? Well, uh, a key is actually to get them up early enough in the morning that they have a healthy morning routine before the activities start, particularly school, of course. Uh, they They need to get some protein in their bodies. They need to have a routine where they they uh, pay attention to their bodies, you know, clean behind their ears or take a shower or whatever is the routine that you as a parent have decided is appropriate. They need to have that routine. They also need to have enough time to interact with some parental figure uh, before their day starts so that they will feel like it's worth it being a good kid. <laughs> you know, it's, it's worth their time to treat themselves well. And to know that if, if some kid at school says something nasty, um, they feel good enough. You know, they get, they get filled up with love before they get started on their day. So they need time to eat, time to dress, and time for the parent to put in uh, some steam-building uh, attention to the child. And it'll make a big difference through their entire day. And Randy, you have, uh, we have about 30 seconds, one more tip in 30 seconds, but I think we're going to have to bring a part two of this series on scheduling because I'm sure you have oodles and oodles of tips for us, don't you? Oh, sure. Yes. It's, it's absolutely key to create the proper structure through the schedule of the day. And, um, one last tip is, is to, uh, make sure the child before they get up in the morning has had a decent night's sleep and we could talk an hour nice. about that. Absolutely, and that's why your show, where you can tell us more information on your show and where we can find and buy your books. Sure. Uh, my website is Randy Rolfe. That's Randy with a Y, and Rolfe is spelled R-O-L-F-E, randyrolfe.com. And the radio show is on voiceamerica.com, and just go to Family First or Randy Rolfe, and there's a whole archive of the interviews I've done and this week, uh, I'm interviewing the former head of the U.S. Consumer uh, Product Protection Agency, uh, Safety Agency, mm. um, and uh, I got that name wrong, <laughs> but uh, Consumer Product Safety Commission, still, and still, she's still. the world-recognized recognize, leader in home safety, so it's going to be a great interview. All right. Well, we look forward to tuning into that. Thanks for calling the program, Randy, and we'll be in touch, okay? That was Randy Rolfe, host of Voice America's Family First. You're listening to the Total Education Show on the Total Education Network, and we'll be back in just a moment. The Total Education Network is the only network that airs shows seven days a week on various stations. Please go to our website, www. TotalTutor.org for more information about the exciting shows coming to the network. The show brings the total education experience. We interview interesting guests, have lively debates, and provide educational news and tips for parents. The Total Education Network, the talk shop for parents, teachers, and administrators. That's www.TotalTutor.org. Tune in to the Total Education Show every Tuesday at 2.30. Neil Haley, the Total Tutor, and Jarrett will provide parents, teachers, and administrators tips to help better educate the current students they serve. In addition, they will interview education experts from all over the United States. 
But tune in to 1080 WWNL Tuesdays at 2.30 to the Total Education Show, sponsored by the Total Tutor. For information, go to totaltutor.org or call 412-523-0289 for a free phone evaluation of your child. We're back to the Total Education Show, and I really, really liked what Randy had to talk about scheduling. Oh, there's no question. You know, this is something that is really a part of our life. You know, I want my son uh, with his illness to have the the fullest life possible. So we really have provided a, a lot of things for him to do. And today, Jared, again, I always pick topics for you because you are a national, international expert on the Teleducation Network. You are on well, all you. the major shows that we on our network. So what topic did you bring today to the table? Well, what I did is you know, something that is very dear to me and, and really I'm passionate about, and that is play. You know, To me, I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in parenting that we forget about that, that play is the most important aspect of a, of a child's life. And I'm talking about play from the earliest ages all the way until that child has, has started to kind of go away from you, has their own friends, has their own teenage friends that they like doing things with, you know, that's where you can back off a little bit. But if your child wants you involved in their life, I think that is your job as the parent, as that caregiver, to really make yourself available. Exactly, Jarrett. And I think that play makes someone not a dull boy. Uh, absolutely. I think I've heard that before. Um, you know, certainly in, in our home, there's never, there's rarely a dull moment. Um, you know, we really are about trying to to, to play with our child and, and really make him feel that that we are there for him. And I know, Neil, that many of our listeners are out there saying, well, boy, this sounds a lot like indulgence. You know, let's go to, uh, let's talk about that. You know, how do you know that you have not crossed the line and you're now indulging your child? And that's why I called you up do this interview. So tell me about it. Well, certainly, you know, play is built around routine. And this is what I let parents know. Indulgences, they're not. There's something that you're, you're doing to, you know, um, kind of navigate, get out of a difficult set of circumstances. Uh, you're, you're really using those at, at times where you think that things have not gone, you know, placate your child. Uh, play is really about something that is a part of your daily structure, your daily routine with that with that child. And again, I bet your your next question is going to be, well, what does it look like? Yeah, seriously, what does it look like? Well, here's exactly what it looks like in, in our house. You know, when my son was a very young child, he came to live with us at, at 18 months. You know, we began play really right when he woke up. Um, we didn't feed him right away unless necessarily he, he showed an interest for that. Um, but our play would be about puzzles, stacking blocks, um, it could be wrestling, but those were things that we did really early on, uh, first thing in the morning, started it with him right away, uh, so that he understood and that, that, that we were really there to, to, to be a team about this and know that his feelings and his kind of the things he liked to do were important. Great. Awesome, uh, Jarrett. And once you start to engage in play, what happens if it becomes a little chaotic? Well, you know what? That's okay. Um, I think that it's very much okay to let that play become a little bit chaotic. By that, I mean, let's say you get involved in some rough and tumble play. You know, my son is a very, very physical little guy, so we wrestle, we push. 
Uh, we have those little balloons that you blow up that you kind of hit each other with. And, you know, we have some rules, you know, you can't hit in the face. And certainly my son breaks those rules. And when he does that, you know, he gets a warning. You know, there will be no more chances. And if he does it again, I let him know that it's time to put them away because we've, you know, this is the hard thing about play with children, too. You know, their arousal level is, is going to go to a very high state, one that we are able to control because we have lived a lot longer and we know what those emotions look like. Children don't have that capability yet. They, they're learning it from you. So it is okay in the middle of that play or towards the end of the play to let that child know, you know, we've got to, we've got to bring it down. We've got to pare it down. How long should you play a day? Well, you know, I tried to let parents know that, you know, in my practice that, you know, whatever time you have available, if you have five minutes, that's all you can spare. And, and believe it or not, there are parents that that is all they can spare. Then that's what you give. But don't let that play be distracted. You're not on the phone. You're not texting. You're not looking at your computer. You are in, directly involved with your child. If five minutes is all you can devote to your child, and that doesn't mean you're a bad parent. It means you're a busy parent, but not a bad parent. Um, give that child, give your child that sole five minutes. See, I like hearing that. That's something that I will think about as well because, again, I do have to take care of 50% of the household duties, maybe even 70% because my wife's such a hard worker teaching kindergarten to 23 lovelies or maybe 25. I, I've lost track. Oh, that's that, a lot of students in a kindergarten class. Yeah. My gosh. Um, you know, and, and really, Neil, it, and I recognize when I, when I tell parents that, you know, you, you need to play more with your, your child. I recognize that play for us is not easy. We've lost that, that, that ability to do that. Our play is different too. Our play is sophisticated. It, 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 it matches what we are in our lives. And so I recognize that playing like a two-year-old has its challenges. But you know what? There's a lot of joy that comes from playing like a two-year-old. You know, if you're not rough and roughhousing with your child, if you're not stacking blocks and pushing them over and stacking pillows, you're, you're missing out on something. And you want that to be a part of your life with your child. So, also, when should it be structured play and then unstructured play? Well, I, you know, I really think that you let your child kind of guide you within that. And, you know, those are very good questions. You know, what does structured play look like? If, if stacking blocks has some structure to it, you're, you're doing great. Um, if, if it doesn't necessarily have a lot of structure to it, then, you know, that's okay, too. You know, I try to tell parents, use play as an opportunity to build attention span with your child. There are times to let your child just roam that house and, and explore and, and build their curiosity. There's also times where you can look at your child and say, you know what, you're showing me you want to play something else. Daddy's going to play right here. And that's what I did with my child. You know, you want to go on to something else. Daddy's going to keep stacking these blocks. And I can tell you many times, maybe almost all the time, that child will come back and play a little bit longer. This is the important thing. You know, we all have jobs to do. Your child's job is to play. That's their occupation. That's how they learn. We're talking to Jared, my developmental therapist, behavior specialist, slash co-host, and you're listening to the Education Show, and he's talking to us about how to play better with our kids and develop better play skills and the art of play. Uh, and, and it really is an art. It, I don't think it comes naturally to adults. We had it once. 
but we've lost it, and now it's time to get it back again. Really explore what you've done with your child. I have a, I have a great example that I think I can share with you. I had to work late last night. I had a client to see. I got in at 7.30. I still had homework. I'm in the graduate program at Chatham University, uh, so I still had homework to do. I did not necessarily want to play with my child at 7.30 at night, but I knew he only had a half an hour. When I got home, he wanted to play, pulled out his blocks. We started stacking, and, you know, I, I did not want to do it, but I, I remembered what what it felt like, you know, being there on the floor with him before, seeing the joy in his face, and I let him guide it. I let him build the blocks he wanted to do. Uh, we built a police station. We built a fire station. At 8 o'clock, I let him know that, you know, when that when that hand got to the 8, we were all finished, and, and that was that's how we kept time. But for 30 minutes, wow. I devoted, you know, my time. I'm not special. It was just something my wife had handled everything from 4 o'clock until 7.30. So I felt I did have at least a responsibility. Exactly, Jarrett. And I think that that makes a great father. And some fathers are taking care of the play while other fathers are cleaning up for their wives while their wife can play with them. Especially my wife being a kindergarten teacher, she likes to do the play and I have to clean it up. But that's okay. That, that's that, it's a good thing. It's a team effort, just like you and I. We are such a great team. One, we bring different perspectives, but we all all we want to do is help people in education. So, Jared, again, I always ask where we can we find more information on you. But you can find more information by going to the Oodles and Oodles of podcasts at TotalTutor.org and check out Total Education Show, and you will listen to Jared. But also, he's on the Total Education Hour as well. So all of the different parts of the network so great topic and in 30 seconds what would you say Jarrett is the most important thing in play well again I, I really believe strongly in following your child's lead really let them direct you in that play if they want to catch baseball with you go ahead and do that let them guide you in what you want to do again Jarrett you're amazing he has no notes again we aren't the people that go and research for six hours we do this each and every day in our professions. That's why we're so successful in what we do. You're listening to the Education Show on the Education Network, and we're going to wrap things up. What another great show. The Total Education Network is the only network that airs shows seven days a week on various stations. Please go to our website, www totaltutor.org for more information about the exciting shows coming to the network. The show brings the total education experience. We interview interesting guests, have lively debates, and provide educational news and tips for parents. The Total Education Network, the talk shop for parents, teachers, and administrators. That's www.totaltutor.org. Tune in to the Total Education Show every Tuesday at 2.30. Neil Haley, the Total Tutor, and Jarrett will provide parents, teachers, and administrators tips to help better educate the current students they serve. In addition, they will interview education experts from all over the United States. So tune in to 1080 WWNL Tuesdays at 2.30 to the Total Education Show, sponsored by the Total Tutor. For information, go to totaltutor.org or call 412-523-0289 for a free phone evaluation of your child. I can't believe Again, how knowledgeable you are, Jared. You surprise me every day with your tips for families. 
Well, Neil, I, I'd like to say that that's a surprise to me, but you know, I've heard that before. I think I, I really surprise a lot of a lot of people with the information that I provide. Um, I'm glad to be a part of this show, and I am glad to be able to really put information out there that's going to help our listeners, help our families, really have a, a, a better time and a better life with their children. If you want to re-listen to the show, go to the website totaltutor.org, and you can listen to Jared and the tips that I have provided as well, and I write a blog, and I also earn a birth for college tutoring and consulting company. You can call me right after the show at 412 523-0289. And Jarrett, time flies when you're having fun, but I will talk to you next week. Good day, everyone.